0: Welcome to another episode of Amplified Marriage. I'm Brian. I'm Natalie. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, have a seat, have a coffee, take, just relax and listen to the podcast. Today, we're actually using this as an introductory uh, episode to dive deep in the next uh, several months yeah. into the Enneagram. We want to deep. We told you we were going to the Enneagram and that's what we we're about to do.
1: So if you missed our last podcast, it was a special Father's Day one. And we had our three kids on here talking real and raw about their perspective of our marriage.
0: Absolutely. And so one of the big reasons that we had decided to do a marriage podcast was we wanted to be able to offer tools to people that needed tools, that didn't know where to look, to offer practical application, some practical transformation stories Mm -hmm. of our own walk in marriage and our own walk with the Lord but we want to offer people some tools into how to actually uh embrace their marriage realize that things aren't um, perfect aren't perfect but that things aren't oftentimes as hopeless as they may th- think that it is
1: that's right and we you know we said this episodes ago where we were that couple that really felt hopeless we felt like we were we were the only ones or seemingly the only ones who ever had disagreements. Or, or, struggled, or in any way. struggled in any way. shape, or form. And it was really disheartening and it was really debilitating. As newlyweds, I mean, we were 21 and 23 when we got married. And we just felt like we had no support. And so that was like a primary thing of creating this podcast was to share our journey throughout our marriage and provide some tools.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The... I think you've probably heard me say, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you've heard me say, said, we oftentimes listen with the intent to respond, not with the intent to understand. Exactly. And we said, even as we were kind of just talking about how we want to move this podcast forward, digging deep into the Enneagram is where we want to go. We actually said to couples that we've counseled and coached over these years, Uh, the last few years in particular, that we wish we would have had the Enneagram. I think we got it on year like 17 when we finally took our test and we finally started to figure out who we are. We wish we would have had it 17 years earlier. Right. Because that statement, we oftentimes listen with the intent to respond, but not with the intent to understand. Exactly. is so huge when it comes into relationships is because we want to prove ourselves right. We want to be the one that's right. Yeah. We want to make sure that our voice is heard and there's a healthy... Uh, way to do that to understanding even if you don't end up agreeing
1: Mm -hmm. right like it's not about always agreement no it's not about that it's it's not about agreement it's coming to a place of understanding why or who you are right and why you do some of the things you do or why you react or respond
0: right and if you actually can understand why the person does the things that they do why they say the things that they do why they have those thought processes the way that they do, mm-hmm. why they do any of these things that the way that they do, man, it actually changes how you approach each other.
1: Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. We felt in talking about like some of the series that we've got planned coming up, this one was huge because, you know, and for those of you who are like, what is an Enneagram? It's a, essentially like a personality of oh, what's the word?
0: Typology. Thank
1: you. Typology. <laughs> And one of the things that we want to say in regards to the Enneagram is that it's not a one size fits all.
0: Yeah, right. And
1: that, you know, we'll talk about, I mean, there are nine numbers and we'll get into each of those numbers as we go, but that you're not typoed into like every motivation and every facet that each number provides. You might not fit all of that. And that's, Okay,
0: and it's actually like even even if you like what what's the purpose of the enneagram? If you've never heard of it, or you have heard of it, you've never done it, or you've done it, the purpose is that you essentially you are in or you belong to one of the nine different types, That's right? right? And there's yep. subtypes and then there's wings. There's a whole lot oh, yeah. into it, but it's not to put you into any kind of box. It's not yep. to say, Hey, this is who you are and you have to stay this way, but it's to help you identify both of the strengths and the limits or the limitations yep. of the, or the strategy or how you deal with emotions or how you see the world. That's your perception. And at your core, that's who you are. Exactly. So for myself, I'm a challenger which is also known as uh, the protector and a few other of ones. Of the number
1: eight of the nine. The number
0: eight. So I'm known as the challenger. I'm asked, I'm actually the most aggressive on the, the Enneagram scale. Exactly. So if I'm an unhealthy eight, I am I'm damaging to people around me. That's right. I'll hurt people. I'll say things, do things, push people. I don't care about emotions if I'm unhealthy, right? right. And so those things, we were talking about this, how I was at the beginning, um, of our relationship up until probably year 15 or 14 or 15. Yeah. I when I started getting healthy and I started surrounding myself with good godly men and starting with that then good business people and good the right people in my life, man, it made a huge difference. It made a massive difference in how on how healthy I was as a as a person. Right. But if I'm an 8 and my, my say my wing is a 7 which is the enthusiast, if I was to try and be like a 1 I am actually acting outside of my, outside of my personality and it actually, it's actually more work and a lot so much harder to be something that I'm not. Exactly. So what this does is it helps you discover who you are, why you are the way you are Yep. And how to actually handle things in time. And so they have the two different things where it talks about the stress, who you are when you're in stress yep. and who you are when you're in, in, when you're healthy, when you're in growth. Yeah. Right. And so I think in my mature life now, I'm more in growth ever than I am in stress. Oh, yeah. But I pretty much spent the first 35 years of my life being just in stress. And that helped form who I was.
1: And that was very challenging. Did you see what I did there? Uh, I
0: saw what you did there.
1: It is very challenging. And it provided a lot of frustration and a lot of kind of like banging your head against a wall in, re- in regards to like just not getting it. Right. Like it, I was so irritated with you and you were so irritated with me. And both of us, as we were like going through prepping for the series... We were like, oh man, when we started out, we were very unhealthy.
0: Super, super unhealthy.
1: And boy, had we wished that we would have had this tool of this Enneagram situation all 20 years ago. Yeah. When we got married, because I think it would have really helped alleviate some of the stress and some of the awkwardness and some of the... Misunderstandings. uh, Misunderstanding, because we were downright nasty. Like, on the Enneagram, I'm a six and we'll be starting with eight and six, so... I'm a six married to an eight. <laughs> and that in of itself poses its own set of challenges, right? Because both numbers are completely emotional, but in different ways. And so the six is a loyalist and we're fear-based. And so we are like super stressed. And when we're unhealthy, remember um, podcasts ago was talking about like passive, the passive communication yeah, passive. style and then how I'd dive into passive aggressive in order to get what I needed. Yep. Well, when, a, when I am unhealthy, those are the patterns that I resort to.
0: And, but immediately the challenger cannot stand. I, I don't. The indecisiveness. I can't handle the indecisiveness. Like yep. I ma- I make jokes about this, but this actually isn't a pain point for me at all. But we'll go to Tim Hortons. Natalie has ordered only three things from Tim Hortons for the last <laughs> 15 years. <laughs> and we'll get into line and she'll stop. And she like, she's like, hmm what do I want? I'm like, what do you mean? What do you want? And so exactly. I'll, I'll poke and jab him like, you know what you're going to have. It's going to be at the same two cream, one sugar, which actually has changed surprisingly to, we we're trying to cut down her sugar. That's a whole diet thing. That's a, that's another discussion, but yeah. she will go into a store and there's three chocolate bars that she has that she never deviates from, but she doesn't know which one she wants. And so it's a whole thing. Whereas I've, already planned what I want, know where I'm going, where it is in the store, walk right to it, pick it, buy it, and then be gone in the time it takes her to even get out of the car to discover which one she wants.
1: That's right. But it's just, I think it's super helpful. And I think doing this particular series will be super helpful for you. And one of the things we want to caution is typecasting other people who have not not taken the test. And people will ask you, hey, well, You know, if you're this, then then what do you think I am? We don't want you doing that because I mean, one, it puts people in a box. But then it puts labels on people.
0: But then you you actually because you've typecast someone, right, you put them in the box and so you actually respond to them in that way. That's right. We used it this last year when about three three years ago, we went to a church conference called Team Church down in in Portland. And was it in Portland? Oh, no Portland. Tacoma. Um, Tacoma. Tacoma. Washington. So, uh, Washington. Wow. I, was, I don't know I was thinking of Portland. But it was in Tacoma. And one of the things that they actually do as a, as a team is that they have their Enneagram numbers on the door right? and also their disk test personality sitting on their desk. Yeah. So when as a manager, as an eight, I know that if I go in after the two, which mm-hmm. is a helper, And I go at it like a bull in a china shop.
1: Yep, you're going to damage. I
0: will will crush the helper. But if I go in healthy and with the intent to just be constructive and even a little bit gentle, which I'm not always the greatest at, but to be a little bit gentle and caring and loving. And it's not that I I don't feel those things and I'm not those things. But my the way I get things done is by being a driver, being ambitious and getting right. things finished. But so, you can't
1: approach everyone like that. So
0: if you typecast people, you put them in a box yeah. that they may not be and actually behave in the way that may cause them damage. That's right. By thinking that's who they are, but when they could be something else entirely.
1: Exactly. So what can you expect? So there are two tests, I guess. There is one that should take about 15 minutes. That's not the whole entire test. So we really encourage you to take the 45 minute one it has a which you many have to questions. pay for. I think it's twelve dollars US, which is I don't know, twenty dollars Canadian. Well it
0: depends on the dollar. It could be fifty. Who it knows? could be,
1: right? But really, really reasonable. And we highly recommend. And so as as you're listening to it, the following podcast, we are gonna dive into six and eight because that is our numbers, and we'll start there and then we'll work our way through the other numbers. Really encourage you to spend the twelve dollars if you're in America, twenty if you're in Canada. And really take that test
0: and take it away from people. This is what we recommend: yeah. is we when we coach people in premarriage counseling, do
1: not take it with, with your someone, there. so
0: you can't ask them. Well, is this how I do? Answer honestly and don't honest, overthink it. Don't like overthink really it.
1: self-reflect and be like, what is my? What's the answer that really jumps out to me, and that's the one. Yeah, right. If you start over analyzing, then you're not going to get like a really authentic accurate in my opinion yeah because oftentimes
0: we 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 answer the questions in like well this one time I did it this way yeah similar situation I did it this way exactly and that's not what we want we want to know that test will want to know exactly who you are and so when we go into these things yeah uh, like we can't stress this enough all of our listeners wherever you are whatever you're doing Mm -hmm. we can't stress this enough that the Enneagram can 100% help you in your relationship now with the Enneagram a lot of times we were saying Nat, there's that A lot of people have done the Enneagram for business or they've done it for being an entrepreneur or how do we, you know, I'm going to write a book and what's my style or, but we're coming at it from a a standpoint of marriage.
1: Yeah. How does, how does working and knowing the things about you, because one of the things, and we've said this in our podcast that you would say to me all the time is like, I just don't get why you do. I don't understand. I don't understand why you think that, or I don't understand why you do X, Y, Z. Right. And it was really frustrating for you because you're not wired that way. And it was really frustrating for me because I'm like, you just don't like...
0: You're not hearing me. I am not you.
1: And yeah, you're not hearing me. And why can't you just accept that I'm going to do things differently? It was really like it was almost we were butting heads. Yep. Because we just didn't understand. This really kind of opened the door again as a tool in our arsenal of, of tricks and tips that we've learned along the way. It this one here has been, I believe, one of the most beneficial. Yeah. The Enneagram.
0: Absolutely, and it's not to say that the other personality tests aren't.
1: Well, we've done. Oh gosh, we've done. I don't even know how many personality tests, and and you're probably thinking, oh good god, I really, really, really encourage you to push past because this is not like any of the other ones we've done. Yep.
0: Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to post the link in the description or the link of the the website that we used. We used it with our whole team for church and for our volunteer team all the major volunteer team leads at our church and it's actually helped us as a team so there is so much benefit to oh
1: gosh if you're a business owner great stuff and and this is like working with people or family members, friends coworkers employers but we want to kind of focus it on how does this apply to marriage. But
0: I will tell you that understanding Natalie's motivations, not only has she been able to break free from some oppressive things yes. that happened with her family because of her understanding of that, but also, you know, like having to really struggle through it, but understanding that if she doesn't break through these things, it'll yep. be a lifelong or a generational thing that may be passed on to the kids yep. just by not dealing with it. Yes, um, We've not only has she broken through there, but we've also broken through some major barriers in our own relationship, our own marriage, in the in not just the practical application mm-hmm. of how we actually reach each other, but right. also understanding. Like I don't know, I can't remember the last time I ever said to you, "I don't understand why you think like that." I'm actually now I know why. I, I've actually like said to you, "It's been a long time." I've actually said to you, "Like I I know why you think that way." And it and the funny thing is, is knowing actually took away the anger. Sometimes it's right. It's, sometimes
1: sometimes we're still frustrated.
0: But not angry. Like not no. like we were before. We're like, I just don't get it. I want it. Rah!
1: Yeah, exactly. And that was
0: also the the challenger was always responding that way.
1: But I don't know. I think it's gonna be a fantastic series. I think it's going to be eye opening.
0: So this was just a little bit into the story about how we changed. And so we're gonna dig a little bit deeper into our own numbers. We exactly. will, like I said, post a link in the description and we appreciate you. Listening, we appreciate you constantly sending. We got an, an amazing email from one of our listeners that asked about very specifically about a topic um, about mm-hmm. alcoholics and how to handle an unchanging alcoholic in the home. And so we're yes. going to be bringing that topic up and actually bringing people on to actually discuss that one. So if you're listening to this, we really appreciate you sending that email in.
1: Yes, we have not forgotten. We are lining it up.
0: We are lining it up to have that to be impact because we know that that's not just a one off that's no. there's a lot of people struggling in this particular area especially over COVID these last months. Yeah. And so we know you like our podcast. We know that you keep listening. We know that you keep downloading. And it does mean a lot when you share it, you let people know about it, when you let people know about us. Exactly. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook if you have a topic or a question or anything you'd like us to discuss, please email us at at gmail.com. And as you have heard us say, we believe that marriage can be reset, refreshed, recharged,
1: and restored.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: Talk to you soon.